Welcome to the Beasley Academy podcast, Control-Alt-Breach. In this series, we will learn more about cyber risks and trends as we at Beasley see them from the front lines. To lead you through this series is one of Beasley's top cyber risk managers. Here is your host, Frank Quinn. I'm Frank Quinn, and this is Control-Alt-Breach, the cyber and technology podcast from Beasley. On today's episode, we're focusing on a couple of specific vulnerabilities that often open the door to ransomware. By exploiting these vulnerabilities, attackers can gain access to your system to steal your data, target your backups, and deploy ransomware. So it's essential to address them. Here to kick our discussion off is Alex Ricardo. As manager for cyber business development at Beasley, Alex helps policyholders and brokers understand their cyber risks and how Beasley helps to mitigate them. Thanks, Frank, and good day, everyone. As you know, Beasley's 360 approach to cyber risk is in the forefront of helping our insureds identify vulnerabilities that could be a significant risk exposure. One of the most significant exposures is ransomware. According to our computer experts, RDP and RDG vulnerabilities are the leading attack vector used by bad actors to commit ransomware. Beasley has recently undertaken efforts to aid our insureds in identifying these vulnerabilities. On today's podcast, we are pleased to have Josh Sudbury, Managing Principal of Forensics Investigations with Lodestone Security, a wholly owned subsidiary of Beasley. Josh, great to have you with us. Thanks, Alex. It's great to be here. Let's just dive right in. For, uh, for our listeners, let's start from the beginning. What is RDP? RDP stands for Remote Desktop Protocol, uh, which is a Microsoft-developed tool that allows users to connect to and interact with a remote system by giving them a view of their desktop on that remote system. Okay, so if, if RDP is a potential vulnerability, as we're hearing, why do companies use it? Well, while RDP can be a potential vulnerability if you don't secure it, it provides a much needed, widely available solution to users who need remote access to their organization. Uh, as it's developed by Microsoft and freely available in Microsoft Windows, it's the natural choice for, for many organizations. Unfortunately, just enabling RDP access to your environment creates a, a wide attack surface that's hard to secure. And that's where Microsoft's remote desktop gateway service comes in. Uh, remote Desktop Gateway. Uh, so is that what uh, RDG is? Yeah, that's right. RDG stands for Remote Desktop Gateway, and it's a service that runs on Microsoft Windows Server, uh, which acts as a centralized connection point that can control what remote systems in the organization can be accessed, and it funnels those connections from that single connection point to those various systems in the remote environment. I see. Now, now why is RDP and RDG a concern to organizations? And, and why has it become an emerging threat recently? RDP and RDG are a security concern as they provide remote connectivity to systems within your environment. That remote connectivity and control is a very attractive thing to bad actors because it allows them to do things like deploy ransomware or perform other malicious activities. This year, with the increase in the need for remote connectivity and access, we've seen a large increase in the number of RDP and RDG-related security incidents. The primary driver for that is hasty setup and misconfigured remote access solutions. Uh, okay. Now, should organizations use RDP and RDG at all? Well, use of RDP and RDG should be evaluated by an organization based on their needs. Where possible, it's best to limit the access to any remote connectivity. And if the needs of the business or the organization 
don't need that sort of remote level of access, uh, it, it's best to disable it completely. Removing that potential attack service will mitigate any risk and help harden your environment against any potential threats. Got it. So with that, can, can you describe maybe some best practices that an organization can use to prevent or even avoid this liability um, around the use of RDP and RDG? The best approach to securing any remote access solution and most security solutions is to implement layered security. The concept of layered security dictates that should one control fail or be compromised, other controls are in place working together to keep you secured and to limit your exposure. Layered security applied to remote access solutions would include securing your remote desktop gateway behind a VPN solution. Uh, VPN solutions would be a remote connection from a desktop or a laptop through a secure tunnel that connects you to a centralized point in your environment uh, that you is, is password protected and generally protected by multi-factor authentication or MFA. Uh, and once you connect through that VPN, it allows you access to other services in the environment, those services being things like the RDG remote desktop gateway. MFA uh, will prompt you to enter an additional credential uh, when you sign in with your username and password. Uh, most commonly, it's a code that's sent to your mobile phone or an alternate email address, or maybe it's from an app on your phone or a, a physical token device that generates like a six-digit code. Uh, so securing your remote desktop gateway behind a VPN isn't an option, then at the very least, we'd recommend making sure your MFA is enabled on the remote desktop gateway itself. Otherwise, you're leaving the door wide open. The second layer we'd recommend is network segmentation within your internal environment. Network segmentation means that you set up restrictions, generally through your firewall, to prevent or limit communications between systems or groups of systems inside your environment, allowing only specific required connections to occur. For example, your RDG system probably doesn't need to be able to talk to your file or email server. It just needs to be able to talk to the systems you're allowing remote access to and vice versa, those remote systems you're allowing access to probably don't need to allow that remote access to any other system in the environment other than the RDG. So network segmentation is the best way to ensure that if the first layer of security fail, the bad actors who gain access to your environment will find it very difficult to move around to other systems. And the final layer is event and log monitoring. The best solution you can put into place for that would be to implement a security information and event management system, or a SIM. Some people refer to it as a SIEM. Uh, the SIM lets you aggregate logs from all over your environment into a singular place that can give you much needed visibility and a holistic view of your environment. Additionally, these systems can allow you to monitor for and generate alerts about specific events in the environment, which can drastically increase your response time to threats, and in some cases can even help prevent those threats from becoming a compromise. Wow, uh, this is all great information that organizations can use today to put them in a better risk posture. How can our listeners reach you, Josh, if they have any further questions or want to get more information? Thanks, Alex. We're always happy to help. Our goal is to help people and organizations get better at security. So we're always available via email at info at lodestonesecurity.com. Also, you can check out our blog at www.lodestonesecurity.com forward slash blog for more information on the latest security trends and information. Thanks again to our guest, Josh Sudbury of Lodestone Security. 
If you've missed our earlier episodes on the stages of a ransomware incident, you can find them by searching for Beasley in your podcast app or on our website, www.beasley.com, and watch for our upcoming episodes on backups and on the process of negotiating and paying a ransom. For Control Outreach, I'm Frank Quinn. Thanks for joining us today. To learn more about this topic and others, please visit BeasleyAcademy.com for an extensive library of videos, podcasts, and blog posts. I'm Alexis Granger at the Beasley Academy, and I'll see you next time. This podcast is for preliminary informational purposes only. Beasley insurance products are available on an admitted basis in some but not all U.S. jurisdictions through Beasley Insurance Company, Inc., and are available on a surplus lines basis through licensed surplus lines brokers underwritten by Beasley syndicates at Lloyd's. The exact coverage afforded by any product described herein is subject to and governed by the terms and conditions of each policy issued. The publication and delivery of the information contained herein is not intended as a solicitation for the purchase of insurance on any U.S. risk. Beasley USA Services, Inc. is licensed and regulated by insurance regulatory authorities in the respective states of the U.S. and transacts business in the state of California as Beasley Insurance Services, license number 0G55497. Lodestone is a wholly owned subsidiary of Beasley PLC and does not provide insurance services. Beasley does not share insured-specific information with Lodestone. Information you provide to Lodestone and any engagement findings are shared only between your organization and Lodestone.